question. Come on down, guys. Come on down. We're just about to start stories. All right, guys. So I'll ask again. Who had a good time? Woo! Okay. How many of you, in a good way, was like, that was that felt or was totally different than I thought it would be? Yeah? How many of you, we would say the hardest part was the initial plunge, the approach? That's the hardest part, right? And then after that, how many of you, after that, once the ball got rolling, you were surprised how all this stuff just started coming out of you? Was anyone like, whoa, that's crazy? Right? How many of you, you were like surprised how bold you started to feel after you were kind of sharing and going for it? Yeah. That's, remember the verse I said of Luke when he says, when you stand before them, you know, it won't be you speaking, it'll be I speaking through you. That's what you were feeling. Because what happens, the hardest part's the approach because that's still you. It's like God hasn't, he hasn't stepped in yet because he's like, you gonna do it? You gonna do it? You gonna do it? That's the hardest part because you're like, because that verse, it's not like the moment you stand before that. No, it's like when you are standing before them, I will fill your, your, your words, right? And, uh, and so because he's waiting for you to take that, that step of faith. And so it's crazy is the minute you're like, hey, man, and you just step in, all of a sudden it's bizarre. Things just start coming out of you. And afterwards you're like, that's crazy. So our group, uh, should, we go, should we go first or last? Get it out of the way. What? It's a cool. Okay, we're going to go last. We're going to go last. Emily. Emily and her team. Team Emily. Come on. Team, team Groves. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Tell us just real quick, uh, just real quick testimonies of what happened. So we had a word. We had, like, typed down a couple words we had, and um, we had a white shirt with blue stripes. And so we were like, okay, let's just do like a lap around the block and see what we see. And we get to, towards the end and we see this uh, couple of group of guys standing and this guy has a white shirt and blue stripes. And we were like, oh, okay. So we walked past them, but I didn't have the courage to say anything. So I didn't tell them until we got all the way down to the end. And then I was like, actually guys, I, we did. I was like, actually, we just walked right past it. He had a white. And Tom's like, oh, let's go. I'm like, okay. And so uh, it was actually good timing because when we walked back, their whole, they had like a huge group of them and a bunch of them walked away and there were just two left. And so we just kind of started talking about them, asked where they were from and like where they came from and stuff. And the guy who was the white shirt, blue striped, was actually from Atlanta, Georgia, and he was friends with somebody through Instagram. So he's here to actually rap and perform at that party tonight. Yeah, and he's like, break into the music career and stuff, and I guess he's doing pretty well. I don't know. I don't literally listen to rap. He spends every day in the studio. And so we just started chatting, and then we said, hey, like, and I pulled out my phone and actually showed him the list that had the thing on it. I said, hey, can we pray for you? And his buddy, like, backed away and got all weird. And I'm like, hey, no, I'm not going like that. I just want to pray for you. Like, I just want to bless you. Like, this is super awesome. And he's like, oh, okay. And the guy was like, yeah, I actually, like, used to go to church, but I don't go anymore. I'm like, oh, that's okay. Well, we're going to pray for you. So we just prayed for him. And Thomas got a word about his music. And, um... And he was, like, super stoked. He gave us all hugs afterwards. And we were just like, all right, you know, like, we really believe that God's going to do something through you and that, like, we feel like there's more coming and stuff. So it was cool. That is awesome. Do you guys want to say anything? Um, yeah, it was really, really, uh, it was unexpected about how they're going to act, too, and everything. And it was just, it was so weird for me to get myself in the mic. That's why I'm kind of weird. <laughs> but, anyway, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really weird, like, or not weird, but it was uh, unexpected how receptive they were of it as well, too, and how he's totally open to it. And it was cool seeing him, how he responded afterward. And said, he said that it meant a lot to him as well, as well too. And um, it was cool because, like you said, just jumping out into it and just, um, uh, like, you know, going up to them and just starting to do it when you don't feel like it. And then, and then I felt that I should just tell him that God loves his rap and everything. So, and then I said that. So that's just, so yeah, it was great. And then um, I was I was just telling T Taylor too that uh, when as the night went as the night went on like after that first initial thing then the whole night we, it just became fun actually like actually like I was like, actually excited to go and just do other stuff even though like when I got to some people there was this guy with a green jacket coming up and I was like oh yeah I'm gonna pray for him and then no I'm not gonna <laughs> so <laughs> but 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 yeah it was still good jumping out like that anyway so yeah. And I just want to, I'm going to prop her up just real quick because she hates it because this is like a huge step out of the box, just like supporting. So we got to give it up for her. This was a big deal. You will always remember the first time you did this. I still remember, remember the first time I ever did it, right? And it was like so cool. 
So awesome. Way to go, guys. Your guys' team? Yeah, come on up. Was your leader David? Who know? No. Who'd you guys go with? Your team. Your team, come on up. Jackson, were you leading the team? No? Who was in your group? If you were Oh, John. Oh, oh, Jackson, you can go back. You're good. <laughs> we're like, come on up. You're like, all right, okay. <laughs> Who else was in your group? Guys, come up. Come here. Come up here. Come on up. Your, your group's coming up. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, just, just quick, quick testimonies. Was this all one group? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Go for it. So I wanted to go really quick because I have to go home and take a a final. Um, Yeah. Um, So I've never done what we just did. And um, we broke up into two groups. And I was with Jackson. And I felt really peaceful doing what we were doing because Jackson prayed and was talking about being purposeful and love and compassion and intent. And so being his partner was really great because I, we, when we got like words of knowledge, I was talking about, I felt the word like headache and he got the word tie dye. And so it was funny because we go out there, (laughs) we, we go out there and we came across two girls and he just asked them to start the conversation. He's like, do you guys by chance have a headache? That's how he just starts off with yes, with my word, with with my word, and go. I was just like, okay, go for it. And so then we go, we stopped uh, randomly in in front of a store, and I was like, let's go in there. And after we prayed for them, of course, and we talked to these girls and stuff like that. Uh, actually, I think John prayed for them, but that's not the part of the story that I'm telling. Uh, so later on, we go and we stop, and I'm like, let's go in there, and it happened to be like a tie dye art show. And so I was like, we kind of like, we're like mixing and matching and, and it was great. And so we ended up going in there and um, Jackson ended up talking to two guys and I don't really know what happened because I was drawn somewhere else. That was really weird for me because like- we kind of both went like this, but it was weird for me because I was doing exactly what pa- uh, Pastor Taylor told me not to do. I was like, yeah. In the dance. No. And so. Cha-cha. <laughs> and so then, then I was like, I, I ended up talking to them anyway. I just kind of was just like forced myself. And then yeah. I was like, we got distracted because there was like hip hop music playing. And I don't know if you guys know me. I can't like sit still when like hip hop music starts playing. And so I was like, no, please stop. <laughs> and so I was like, God help me yeah. focus right now. <laughs> and so it didn't help that the other girls that I was talking to were like African-American girls too because they felt the same thing I did and so we we got way off topic and so um we got distracted but I before we got super distracted I asked them if I could pray for them and they said yes but then we got distracted and it kind of just like dispersed. So I ended up walking away from them and I, I told God, I was like, if I'm supposed to pray for them, please just let them come back to me. So I walked away from them and I walked back over to Jackson who was talking to the two guys and the girl came back to me and she's like, well, are you going to pray for me? Yeah! <laughs> so, yeah. Come on. <laughs> so I got to dance and I got to pray. Got so <laughs> it was a good night. So good. Way to go. Yo, so y'all know me, right? Y'all, y'all know I'm just a social butterfly. I get out around people and I just love to talk. Right? Well, I take a different approach. I take the Pastor Teresa approach. Talk first, figure words later. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen Pastor Teresa literally walk into a building and just randomly start talking to somebody. And she'll, like, pick the most random topic. Like, one time she was talking to a dude about an iPad, and then it (laughs) turned out that she got to pray for him, and he was a pastor from somewhere else. And he he had a whole, like, conference that he was doing. By the time they they got saved, by the time they got started. Crazy. So that's the approach I take. Well, um, I was doing that, and we had a chance to pray for a couple of people. Not bad. Kind of like it. 
But um, Sarah sees these two girls, and I'm always very skeptical about talking to girls when it comes to evangelizing. I just, it's weird for me. I'd rather talk to a group of dudes and be like, hey, yo, cast a demon out of you, you. No, I'm joking. But, um, <clears throat> and so I was kind of like, I was reluctant, but I was like, all right. And then Sarah's like, all right, well, you go over there first. And I'm like, yeah. you would. <laughs> and so I'm like. That's why you go in groups. And so, luckily, like, they were right behind me, so I, like, step in between them, and I was like, excuse me, ladies, and they turn around, like, what the, like, what the, <laughs> kind of look on their face. I think they and, saw the point at them, too. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, it was, it was Maddie and Paulina, and um, so I just asked them, like, jump straight in, and I was like, is there anything we could pray for, for, like, finals, stressful situations and families, like, What's going on? And you could even tell, like, the moment I said stressful situations in family, Paulina was kind of like, like, hold the brakes. Like, and, um, but Maddie was totally open. And then so um, she opened up and she said that her grandpa has a weak heart. So we were like, all right. So I looked at Paulina and I was like, do you mind if we pray for Maddie first? And she's like, no. And so we were like, all right, cool. So we prayed for Maddie. And then Sarah, like, totally. Dude, Sarah's, like, super prophetic. If you guys have never evangelized with Sarah, I tell you, it is the most, like, it, it, it really gets you going. Like, you're kind of like, hey, like, oh, okay. Oh, that's what you got? All right, well, I'm just going to tag along with what you said. I'm going to pray for it. <laughs> but it, it, it makes everything work really well. And then, um, and so we, we prayed for her. And then um, I went back to pray for Paulina. And, um. After we prayed for Paulina, she just opened up. Like, dude, and I'm talking like, we, we asked her if she wanted to say the salvation prayer. And she was like, well, you know, it's not that I don't. I just have a lot of questions. Yeah. Favorite thing. So I said, what are some of your questions? Yeah. And she's like, well, I don't want to get into it now. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. I said one question. If you one question you could ask a Christian, what would it be? And she's like, well, my family, we've gone through like a very long stint of like a lot of bad things happening yeah. in our family. Why does it happen? And I was like, well, let me simplify your question. You're basically asking, why do we go through hell to see heaven? And she's like, yes, exactly. And so I'm like, okay. So I just, it, it opened up a total conversation for me to like open up, tell my testimony and all the things that I've gone through. And then she was like, well, what caused your need for God? So I told her about the two biggest encounters that I can remember of like what changed my heart, what stirred the fire, what made me say, yeah. um, God, why are you chasing me? I'm not even looking for you. Like, in all honesty, like, I grew up in this church, but I will tell you specifically through the things that I've been through in my life literally made me, like, kind of shun away from God. Like, I, I was really good on putting a, on a facade on Sundays. I'm like, yes. And then go home and be like, yeah, whatever. I could care less. And um, it was that moment of, like, being able to tell her, like, as a Christian growing up in church, I still had hard questions. Yeah. And I still struggled with knowing God. Yeah. And um, it totally opened her up. And then so I invited her. We didn't get to pray the salvation prayer because I was looking at the time. But um, yeah, but um, what I did is I encouraged her to come. And I was like, you know, if you do come, I was like, our pastor is really good. And you can schedule a time to sit down with him and ask those really, really hard questions. Okay, not like that. But just to ask those really hard questions. But even, like, through us talking, I can see, like, she gained a new perspective. And so that was really... Really, really quick. During that time, um, the other girl, she basically pulled me aside, and she goes, hey, I need to ask you a question. And so she actually started, like, we went on our own little thing. She asked me personal questions, and she totally opened up to me. So it gave me also opportunity to kind of show her that she's not alone either because we kind of went through the same thing like her and I was like oh yeah I went through this 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 and she was me too <laughs> and so it was really cool just to kind of like it just opened the door for her and so just to be comfortable so yeah so good. get up for these team guys way to go way to go yeah a couple things hold on one second. you guys can go next hold on one second so a couple things one did you notice I love uh what John was saying Mara was saying how let them if they say you have questions and you want to answer the moment you can say yeah sure ask me but don't be afraid to be like, look, I don't know, or whatever. And ultimately, what did it was the gospel, the blood of the lamb, and the word of the testimony. So it was a deep theological question. But the problem is she didn't have a, a brain logical problem. She had a heart hurt, like a heart pain in the story 
of John is actually what brought life to it, not a theological answer. So a lot of times when people say, well, why do bad things happen to good people? They don't want the theological answer. They want to know why their friend died, you know, and they're in pain. And so by addressing the pain and saying, I'm so sorry that happened to you. This is what happened in my life. I don't know why that happened, but I know what Jesus did. It brings so much more than you're like, well, the problem of pain theologically is this, 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 and pain actually proves this, right? You can do that, but it's usually a heart pain that the people are aching for, and they cover it up. Remember what I was saying? When you're offended and you're hurt, you a lot of times will throw a theology to try to block it and protect yourself. So I love how John just went right for that, and same with Sarah. Just went right for it. That's so good. Way to go, guys. Yeah, so hold on. We're going to keep doing testimonies. Feel free. If you need to get going, though, because it's past nine, feel free to get going. No worries like that. We're just going to keep sharing some testimonies, okay? Um, try to keep it down to like 30 seconds of testimony so everyone on the team could share if they want to, okay? Sound good? It's real short. Just one good boom, okay? So you guys' team, was you guys' team right here, Diana, your team? You guys come on up. Give it up for this team, guys. Yeah. Awesome. So Diana, here, you share first. Hey, guys. Okay, I just want to say, every word on our list, we got. <laughs> every word. Um, I'm going to share one of my favorites. So I got the word banana. Super random. So we went into, like, the little, like, art room, and we saw a picture of a banana. And so I was like, there's the banana. So we went up to one of the artists and said, hey, like, who made that? And so she pointed out the artist. And so Lauren and I went to her, and... We asked if we could pray for her, and she's like, yeah, absolutely. And she had, like, mentioned how, like, she's like, yeah, I, like, believe in, like, Buddha, but I'm, like, open to spiritual stuff. So we kind of, like, both shared part of her testimony. By the way, she said she was obsessed with bananas. Yes, yes. that too. Okay. That, that's a bacon word right there, like I was sharing, where you're like, could this be God, whatever. And then she's like, oh, a painting of a banana. Oh, you're obsessed with bananas, apparently. Like, maybe this is the Lord, you know? Like, so it can totally be God. Way to go. I'm so happy you went after, like, the non-spiritual looking word. And look what God did with it. So awesome. So we got to pray for her. Um, but she had to, like, go back to her booth. Um, but, yeah, I got her number because she's, like, from Virginia. And we didn't, like, lead her to the Lord in the moment, but she was, like, tearing up. Like I said, there's a reason why God told me that, like, you love bananas. Like, yeah. he loves you and he sees you. So that was really, really cool. So cool. Okay. Nice. Okay. We're awesome to work with. Okay. We just, we got a girl with a red dress and. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It started off with a red dress. We chased her down the street. For me, the approach is the easiest part. And, and then we got the word sacrifice for a woman um, who is a Christian. And she was like, and she has, I got a lot of kids was the word. And she has an adult that acts like a kid. And so it feels like she's taking care of a lot of kids. And it's a huge burden on her. And I told her, like, how she, like, is, like, a princess that got it. Like, she's, like, Cinderella, how she, like, does all the dirty work. But then she's, like, turned blossoms into this princess because that, that's how he sees her. Is, like, he sees her hard work, but, like, she's his princess. And she started crying. And I was, like, oh. And she was, like, thank you guys so much. And then um, we got every other one, lollipop. Okay. So first things first, I'm saying thank you to everyone here. Well, Summit and Crux, because this is my first time going out. And I like, I, I, oh, it was a night. Cause what I never, anyways, that I got words and I don't, it, they were words. And so we we're looking for a guy with sunglasses, someone with a dog, um, an older woman, an older woman, and someone with like crippling anxiety. And so we, <laughs> Girl with lollipop was another banana moment. So after red dress and after banana, and then I saw this lady at the, did anyone see like the art? She was doing waves and it was like the dip and dab thing. So one of the ladies, the one that was with the glasses, she was the one with the anxiety. And so we were talking and she was selling, ch sharing her life story about anxiety. And then she started talking about how she just needed prayer and that she was a Calvinist and she was a part of a church that had no love. 
And so she was wishing that, she's like, I had to give myself love and self-grace because I know God gives that to me. Um, but I wish I just had a place that could give me that love. And so we were talking, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I love you. Can I pray for you, please? And so we prayed, and she goes, thank you for, like, being a sister because not a lot of people share that. She goes, I, with my art, I show my love. Like, I love you. So then we went inside, and we're like, okay, we met. Because I, I was with her, like, 10 minutes, and then they went inside to do the banana girl, and we split. So I was like, I lost my crew. Yeah. So then we come in, and we're like, okay, where are we at? And then we're like, oh, girl with the lollipop. I kid you not, we turn around, there's a girl holding a lollipop in her mouth. And we literally, I think we scared her. No, but like, honestly, we're standing here and she's, she's right there. And we turn around and she's like, why are you looking at me? And I have a lollipop. So then we were able to pray with her and she was super kind of like resistant at first, but she was, she... You could just tell that she was absorbing everything that we were saying, and she felt so loved. And we were saying, you are loved, you are perfect, like, know how beautiful you are. And that was, like, the anxiety, too. Like, if someone doesn't want to talk to someone, you, like, don't anyone, like, a nervous gum chewer? Or, like, so that's definitely that. And then, guy, can you just talk about the guy with the leg? Like, really cool. Our last one was, like, you're just too bad. Yeah. So I'm, like, John, like, I get intimidated walking up to guys and praying for them, but Lauren, like, had that approach thing down, so we saw this guy with sunglasses, and we went up to him at night, yeah, so we went up to him, and we just asked if we could pray for him, and he was like, yeah, just pray that, like, I have a happy life, like, really, like, basic, but we all, like, got words for him, and I think he was receptive to it, yeah, but. around, so he was kind of like, you're cool, but, like, no, yeah, no, it, the fields were definitely hidden. Way to go. Yeah. That's crazy. Good job, guys. Guys, that is awesome. Way to go. I'm going to share that story about the banana and the lollipop. That is so good. She's like, yeah, I'm obsessed with bananas. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, once again, if you got to get going, no worries, but we're just going to keep doing a couple testimonies. Is there What, what other team teams have not gone yet? I know my team hasn't gone. Uh, what, what other team? Maddie's team. Susan's team. Oh, and Taylor's team. Okay, cool. Uh, do all you guys want to share? Yeah? Okay, cool. Taylor's team. You guys can come up, and then we'll do Maddie's team, and then Susan, okay? So, guys, try to keep it like 30 seconds each, okay? Um, but super so. Give it up for this team. Yeah! Way to go. Woo! Okay. You're the leader. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Um, so, we had – why don't you share Hi guys, my name is Alejandro, and thank you. <laughs> first time right here at Summit Church, um, not the first time doing evangelism or um, scavenger hunting. Uh, so I, I got the picture, thank you, she's the leader. Um, uh, I got a picture um, when we were praying, right here in the two minutes. It started as, as, as a flame, and then out of nowhere, we're... Um, it triggered like, okay, we haven't seen a flame. And then I saw Trasher, the brand, and then, oh, a skateboard. So, uh, no, that was Revenge. Or re re uh, you, saw, you saw someone that Trasher? Oh, nice. Yeah, well, I saw, that, I saw the skateboard. Um, but uh, I was, I was kind of like skeptical. Like, you know what, I'm just going to say it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to see a skateboard or something. So... We walked outside, then we went inside to check out the expo, and um, I just saw a, a guy drawing, and um, I saw what it was, and then uh, my intent was to approach him with the shoes, like, because they're like skating shoes, and then I just turned around, and there was like a skateboard right there standing up, and I was like, okay, so here's the guy. Okay, thank you, God. So it was like more confidence to me to approach him, and and that's when I when we uh, just uh, introduced ourselves and told us that we were from here, and asked him if he had any prayer. And um, he's actually a Christian, and he's got like this um, marching band test with um, jumping into ministry as well in his church, which is awesome. So we prayed for him, and that just made my night. Yeah. Yeah, praise God. So awesome. So, so cool. 
Um, so I, woo. So I got a, <laughs> so I got a super weird picture. Um, I saw like three of those little like keychain voodoo dolls, and then I saw like a purple backpack, like super weird. And I was like, okay, maybe it's backpack and dolls. Maybe they're not together. So we were walking around, didn't see the creepy voodoo dolls, which kind of happy about that. Um, but <laughs> um, so so actually, I did see somebody with like a different style but purple backpack and I saw them twice and I did not have the courage to go or say anything and I walked away and I just felt that tug you know when we were coming back here and I was like oh I think that was the person I should have approached so um so this is what it looks like when you don't follow through and I'm actually um and I'm actually going back after we end tonight to go and see if I I asked the Lord if, if you give me another chance I will go and I will speak with her so Thank you so much for being honest and saying that. That Guys, it takes a lot of guts to get up and say, like, hey, I didn't know. And I have probably walked away more often than I've approached and walked to. So it's very real. Um, it's happened to me all the time. And I've had at one time where they always say that prayer when you feel like, say, God, give me another chance to do this, you know. Um, and a lot of times he does. Like, a lot of times he does. And if he doesn't, it doesn't mean you mess up or he's mad or nothing like that. But a lot of times he's super faithful to do that. So keep praying that, you know. Keep praying that. And thanks so much for sharing that. That's awesome. Do we have right here in the middle? Do you want to share or are you good? You should share. Yeah. Um, I was just an observer more so. Um, yeah, super kind of uncomfortable, but, um, but it was good. It was nice to see um, the people that they were praying for. <laughs> So it's it's very uncomfortable for me, but also um, it's important for me. Also, one of the things that I like about this church is there's a lot of things at this church that makes me uncomfortable, but in a good way, because I know the only way to grow is through being uncomfortable. So that, that's all. Hey, that is so, so powerful. I've had so many times where I went, I just observed because I just wanted to learn. I didn't know what to do and all the stuff. And the fact that you went out there and were a part of it, oh, man, Jesus is so proud of you. Seriously, so proud of you. And to have the maturity to say this is uncomfortable, but I know it's good and I want to do it, that, that's where it all starts. Like, that is beautiful. You, I pray to God that we never lose that heart to say, you know, Jesus, make me uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, like that's an amazing thing. So great job. Way to go, guys. Awesome job. Give it up for them. Okay, so then we had uh, Maddie's, no, there she is, Maddie's group come up, and then Susan and Christy's group, and you still have a group? Okay, so we're going to go, <laughs> you can leave whatever you want. We're just having fun sharing, okay? So, but just try to go quick. Try to do like 30 seconds, okay? As, as quick as you can. <laughs> when we started, one of the first things I told you are is, I'm in a lot of pain. And if anyone knows, I have chronic pain. And I was like, I'm in a lot of pain, like my heart. And I knew like my heart and head were not in it. And that went the entire night until we got to the last person. Um, and he had brought coffee around. He was the guy from Grit who was like carrying coffee around. And I had t we had tasted it. And I was like, I don't know where, but I remember this coffee. And so we were talking to him. And he's like, yeah, this coffee's from Cartel in Tempe. And I had lived in Phoenix for a year and I had been to cartel multiple times and I was about 15 minutes away from Tempe. And um, when I was walking back, it just kind of reminded me, I was in um, a ministry training program at my school when I was in Phoenix and we worked with refugees for about 40 hours a week. And also every, um, I think it was Wednesday, we would wake up at 5 a.m. to go out and serve homeless people. And those were our best days. And kind of the idea was that, is that in our weakness, um, God's strength is made perfect. Yeah. And that's why we got at 5 a.m. because that's when we're like dead. And it was such a great reminder for me that um, even when we're weak, that's when God's going to shine through the most. That's when he um, is. So it was it, not te a testimony of what kind of we did for anyone else, but kind of a testimony of like what God was doing through me. So in the beginning, when we were, um, first we were walking, and then we didn't find anyone. Then we kind of stood in a corner, and then we went to the first girl. And this reminded me of um, just how we were saying, like, we want to bring more people in, and, like, those who come and leave, we want them to still come in. So um, 
when we were talking to the first two girls, one of them used to come to Crux, actually, and she brought her friend for, like, two weeks, and then she had, <laughs> I know, and then she had um, work, ish, uh, work schedules, so I just, um, so, and then they had to leave, so, but when they left, I was like, dang, I wish I had, like, I mean, I knew, like, she came to church, so she was used to all that, but her friend, I was like, I wish I could just say, like, that encouraging word, just because, like, they were, they wanted to leave so bad, and then we went into, like, the little party that they were having in the room, and then the girl came up to us because her friend left. And I was all like, um, and then we were looking at all the arts and everything. And I was like, are you artistic? And then she's like, no. And then I'm like, and then I see, and then I was like, do you, are you like creative writing and poetry? Da, da, da. And that st stood out for her. And we were able, well, I was able to encourage her with that. So I thought that was really cool that she came back. But yeah. So good. That is way to go, guys. Hey, guys. Um, stretch a hand out to Maddie real quick. She's amazing. She's not. She's never going to ask you to do this, but I've known her a long time, and she's always been so faithful pursuing Jesus. And so, Lord, I thank you so much for Maddie. Father, we thank you um, for her recovery. We ask that it continues to go well. I know that there's supposed to be nine more months of recovery, but God, I ask that it would be accelerated, God, um, into just days, weeks, hours, that it would be so sped up. God, I ask that all the pain would go right now in Jesus' name over uh, her body. Thank you, God, for divine health, divine healing in her back, God. Um, all the muscles that were torn, God, everything that changed and shifted in her body, God, we ask for just divine, divine touch right now. Heal her body. Thank you, God. Yeah, we love her. We're blessed. Her. We're so grateful that she's a part of our family. And God, I thank you that you used tonight to speak to her, and that was just as important as you speaking to your other children out there. So we thank you that this night was for Maddie as well. Thank you, Lord, in your name. Amen. So good. Awesome. Yeah, Maddie, you're so faithful to go out there even in the midst of pain. It's so incredible for you to do that. Awesome. All right, guys, who is left? So we had these two, Chrissy and Susan, and then we had David's group, right? And then our group. Man, we saw three groups. That's crazy. Okay, did, is there, did you guys want to go? Did you have something? Okay. Yeah, so could just share, try. I know. Try try to make it quick, okay, so we can get the two other groups, all right? All right, so try try to try to go quick, all right? Oh man, it's so good. Uh, we had a couple of really cool testimonies, but um, I just was praying and felt like I'm supposed to share this one. But um, we had actually ran into an old friend uh, from Crux, and I hadn't seen them for like years, so it was really refreshing to see them. We were just loving on them and connecting. And I just felt like Holy Spirit tell me that there was, like, this unforgiveness in their heart. And so I just, like, we said goodbye, and Susan prayed and um, was just like, can I bless you and stuff? And then we blessed them, and then I gave them a hug, and I just said in their ear, kind of like, hey, you know, I don't know, like, where you're at with anything. And I just want you to know, like, I've always believed in you, and I love you so much, and I'm so proud of you for where you are. And they were, they told me that, like, it meant so much to them because they had actually been holding on to, like, unforgiveness, and they felt rejected from the church. And um, having me, like, repent and me say, I'm so sorry if I did anything, like, helped, like, bring healing to that. And, um, and then that person and I, like, decided that we were going to, like, meet up next week and get lunch and stuff. So, yeah, it was, like, a big deal. <laughs> that was close. Sorry, I just wanted to clap in the microphone. Um, so we were actually on our way to come back, and there was a gentleman who, like, was walking a little chihuahua, and um, what the reason I say the chihuahua is because, like, the chihuahua almost tripped me, so then that caught my attention to, like, look at the person walking the chihuahua. And um, true story, it really happened five minutes ago. But, no, okay, so fast forward, um, I just, like, saw, like, a picture of him riding, like, the guy, and, like, I started to inquire if he like liked to write and he said that like he likes to write music and so um we just got in like a really cool conversation and he um he was able to share that he comes from a christian background but he like was super real he was just like you know i'm not really living it and i just told him like you know what like because he was even asking me like if i smoke pot it looked like i smoke pot and i said i used to smoke a lot of pot but uh, i don't anymore and it was just like i was just super real like i just told him like you know like yeah i used to be into that and i just said but god's forgiven me of so much i have no place to like judge anyone if that's where you're at and i just like encouraged him and i asked him if i could pray for him 
And um, I don't know if it was his girlfriend or what, like the girl who was next to him, but she was just like, amen. And like, I totally like got to pray for him and just encourage him. And like, I like used the like, the picture of like just seeing him writing. And to be honest, like, I didn't even know what it meant. I just like saw him writing. And then it turns out that he has a passion for music. So I just prayed God would use his music. Um, not only for him, but to like, you know, like bring kingdom to other people. So it was awesome. And uh, don't be ashamed to tell where you God set you free from, you know, because there's no shame. Good. Way to go, guys. Give it up for them. Yeah, never be ashamed of your testimony. It's the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony, right? And so when they go together, it's a powerful thing. Okay, pretty much uh, last group and then my group. <laughs> so David. David Dinox, DK, come on up. That's okay. It's getting late, so that's okay. Yeah. What's up? Yo, Jamal is an honorary member right here. We were rolling with Aubrey and Amira as well, and it was sweet, dude. Shane was there doing the approach with me, which a lot of people. So I got one story for y'all, 30 seconds. So basically, we roll up, and there's this dude. He's watching the cars, and we talk to him, and I'm like, bro, does your right foot hurt? And he's like, nah. And, like, that was going to be the whole conversation, dude. He, he was, like, he was very matter-of-fact about it. And so I'm like, do you have pain anywhere in your body? And then he's like, yeah, my lower back hurts really bad. Um, and I said, dude, well, let's pray for that. I believe in Jesus. I believe he still heals. Like, he can take that pain away right now. And the guy looked at me. He's like, all right. You know, just kind of like, he's like, throw it at me, you know. And so then I pray for him. And then I say, dude, test it, you know. And I think he was trying to just get me to go away, right? But he's like, all right, I'll test it. So we kind of did like a little rotation, right? Um, not much. And then he's like, it feels about the same. So then I prayed again. And then he did a full trunk rotation after. And he said, dude, my back feels like totally better. But it was like... It was like in that really non-convincing way, or he was super nonchalant, couldn't tell which one, right? So, like, I didn't fully believe this guy, so I was, like, kind of pressing him, and I was like, dude, if your back pain comes back, like, one of your legs might be shorter than the other leg. And so he wasn't open to, like, pray for the leg to grow out right then and there, but he told me that he believed in Jesus, and I said, yo, get, get one of your friends to measure your leg, you know, and then just pray for your leg, and it will grow out, dude. I'm like, it happened to me. It felt like an alien was inside of me, you know? And so he's looking at me real funny, but I'm like, dude, Jesus, he's going to heal your back completely. And so it was a crazy time, but I really think that something might have happened with his back. You know, I couldn't tell if he's just a nonchalant dude or if he was trying to get me to go away, but his back might have got healed because he said he had no pain. So, boom. Dude, that was awesome. Did, wait, did either of you guys want to? No? That's right. Amen. Were you out there with us? Oh. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, he already has us. He does this for a living all the time. So share that one. Anyways, well, technically, you want me to share this like like a long time ago, but your boy is doing stuff. Anyways, <laughs> so I coach a high school team. I'm pretty sure most of you guys know for the new ones. I coach at a high school, and one of my athletes, I mentor her for like a fellowship of Christian athletes. I have like a whole group of kids, high school kids I mentor and stuff like that. And, she, you know, she she's knows about like healing and stuff like that, but she never actually like thought it can actually happen to her. And um, we're in the weight room and stuff, and she just walks up to me. He's like, oh, he's like, Coach Jay, he's like, my arms is like killing right now. And <laughs> and right when she said that, I was like, in Jesus' name, be healed. And I said it out like loud in public front of high school? yeah, public high school. <laughs> yes, it's, yeah. And I said it in front of like everybody, like all my high school kids, like lifting, like heard me, like around me. And she's she's like, and she just looked at me. She's like, like she literally went like this. She's like, I was like, uh, die, like what? You good? Like my bad. Like I hurt you when I touched you. She's like. It's gone. Like, I'm so freaked out. It, dude, it, it was crazy because she was just like, oh, my God, I never thought it can happen to me. Wow. You know, and I was just like, well, girl, did you know the, the Lord can do that? She's like, I know, but oh, my gosh. And I was just like, and she just walks away like, <laughs> like I'm mystified. So. Yes. Go boom. Dude, way to go, coach. Dude. Bananas. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome at a public high school being like, Jesus' name be healed. Wow. So cool. All right. My group, come on up. Woo. Super stoked. Last story for the night. You guys are awesome. You were waiting all the way till the end. You guys are great. Okay. What's to share? Okay. Well, I don't. Okay. So I don't know how it started. So I guess I should. Anyway, so they ended up talking to this guy in this really awesome, like, floral suit. Yeah. It was the coolest thing. He had, like, a and so and, like, these floral. two and Mitchell were talking to him, and I was just going to be the support person. So I'm standing, like, three feet away, like, praying in tongues, under my breath, like this, like, 
Kolla där då var sån eller var det sån. And then, and, and um, Taylor like introduces uh, Joel and Mitchell, and I'm like, don't look at me, don't introduce me. Like I'm just standing here. Yeah. He's like, and this is Shay, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I rolled my eyes because I'm just like, hey, what's up? So then I forgot what happened next. Oh, he was wearing a cross, and what's your name? Taylor ends up like saying, do you know what that means? And he's like, no. Do you want to know what it means? And he's like, yeah. And so he goes into that whole spiel about it. And the guy's like, whoa, that's, like, cool, like, blah, blah, blah. And he was visiting from Japan. Like, he was in L.A. for a month, and he came down. Mm-hmm. And then and then what? So while that was happening, I was like, all right, I need to do something. I need Joel to do something. So so I, so I while they're talking, I'm like, there was this guy that had that uh, caught my eye. He was with three other dudes, and he was this, this guy with a black sweatshirt and a hood on. And he was walking, so I went and, like, chased him down, and I went around this corner. And, and so I was like, hey. And I said, hey, it might sound really weird, but do you have pain in your foot? Do you have any pain in your foot? He's like, no. And, and, and the other guys were like, like just, just bad looks, bad looks. And I was like, okay, like, do, does anyone have pain among you guys? And like, no. And <laughs> um, I was like, okay, you know, really, um, what did I say? I was like, it's really random. You know, I'm a Christian. I've seen God heal people. God healed me. Um, and if you guys have any pain or anything, you know, he wants to heal you, he loves you. And they're like, no, no, we're fine. And I was like, okay, do you know Jesus? And like, no. And just, just, it was hard. It was a hard rejection. And, and it was hard. And, oh, for Jesus' sake, for the sake of the Lord. And, um, and I was like, okay, like, do you want to know him? I was like, do you want a relationship with him? And they're like, no. And, and, I was like, and, and I, I don't know what else I said. I said, can I tell you about him? And he's like, I really don't want to. And just, just the look on their face was just like, it was just <laughs> harsh, just cold rejection. I was like, okay. And then I walked away. I was like, ooh, that one, that one stung. So I went back, and, and <laughs> I, was, I was solo. I was solo. I was right over there. And then I came back, and they're still talking. And while they're talking with the, the suit guy, the floral suit guy, um, Two other guys are kind of like listening. So I started talking to them. I was like, hey, um, I don't know. I st- struck up a conversation with them. Ultimately, uh, shared the gospel, told them about Jesus. I said, hey, he's, uh, oh, because he told me that he was his brother. And um, I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so I started sharing the gospel with them. I told him my testimony, how God healed me, healed my body, and um, just everything I've been through. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. And then so Taylor kind of, you know, started talking with them. And then that opened up to Taylor uh, kind of explaining and, you know, offering it to him. And he said, uh, okay, you know, open your hands, put your hands out, and we're just going to pray that God shows you that he's real. And so him, it was Jack and Jake, and they both had their hands out, and I'm like, God, just touch them. And then Taylor said, you know, God, I pray that you would show, um, that you would make yourself real to them in a unique way. And one guy was kind of checked out. Jake was not really having it. But Jack, he he was feeling something. Taylor was like, what's going on right now? <laughs> he was interviewing. And, and afterward, um, he explained, he's like, yeah, I felt something, you know. And, and he's like, what? Yeah, was it in your hands or your heart or your chest? He's like, my heart or my chest. And, and he's like, yeah, that's God. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor's like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. So the guy in the suit, <laughs> I'll do it. So I just, <laughs> he's the pastor. He talks enough. So. <laughs> I mean, this is also a step for me. I don't like speaking in front of people, so this is also helping me grow. So the guy in the suit, um, Junior, so we had prayed for him, and he accepted Christ, and, like, he felt something in his heart as well. And so then when we... Wait, 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 wait. wait. He accepted Christ. (laughs) You should hear. (laughs) I just, like, skipped over that part. That's the biggest deal right there. The end. (laughs) 
so the guy gave his life to the Lord, the guy in the suit. We prayed, we asked him, and he said, do you want to ask Jesus your heart? He said, yes, and he gave his life to the Lord that day on the cross. So yeah. he, was, he also felt like a peace in his heart, and then when Joel and Taylor were praying for his brother, he was feeling the same thing, but he got kind of, like, startled. Like, he was like, his, like his what is laughed. this? His brother laughed, and then he, like, realized that his brother was running away, and he's like, uh, and he just... He kind of checked out of it a little bit, and... Which was a bummer because, like, he felt it. But now his brother can tell him more about it. Um, And then, so, not many of you know, I don't know. But I am trying to learn Japanese. And so, (laughs) and so I took a class, like, a year and a half ago. And I was like, when am I going? I'm never going to use this, blah, blah, blah. So, Taylor and Mitch are praying for Junior. And they're like, oh, do you have anything, Shay? And I was like well, I guess I could tell him God loves him in Japanese. And so I did. And I was like, that is the most random encounter. Like, I, who am I ever going to meet that speaks Japanese, like, from Japan, that I can, like, tell them that God loves them in their native tongue? A little horribly, but, I mean, like, <laughs> so that was just kind of a confirmation of, like, okay, I'm on the right path with this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And I, when I first started, I know this is, like, Five minutes. Um, when I first started, when we left, literally my heart was tight because I was like anxious. Like I don't like talking to strangers, let alone like talking about Christ to strangers. Like that was like whatever. And then at the end of it, my heart hurt in a good way. Like because it was just like something was happening with everybody, and I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. So good. Way to go, guys. So awesome. Yeah. The guy. So the guy in the suit that we were talking to. Uh, he felt something, felt God's presence, didn't know what it was. We asked him if it was good or not. He says, really good. I've never felt this in my whole life. I even t- we even asked him about Japan because um, he said there's a lot of suicide, a lot of depression, a lot of things in Japan. And I said, I said, would this fix that? And he said, yeah, absolutely. Like this would, this would change Japan. And so he totally gave his life to the Lord on the spot, prayed the prayer. And afterwards we said, how do you feel? And he said, really happy. And then he was kind of laughing nervously. Like, and he was like, and I was like, what do you have it? He's like, and he, and he straight up said, he's like, I'm just happy I'm going to heaven. <laughs> you know? And he was just like, and he was like, I don't even know, I don't know what to feel right now. I'm just happy I'm going to heaven. Like, yeah. we're like, yes. And I was like, now that cross that you're wearing has meaning and you wear it because you're a Christian and you follow Jesus now. And he's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, and then we pulled him aside and we all prayed for him and gave him words and kind of prophesied over him. And he said they all made sense and it's like what he wanted and everything like that. And then so but to end with the brother, the brother got freaked out because the Holy Spirit touched him and he didn't know what to do with it. And he was kind of like, like, we're like, is it good? Same thing. And then I was like, dude, it happened to your brother. Like, <laughs> and so at the end, um, I, I said, we'll do this prayer right now. And he kind of was freaked out. He's like, I don't know if I, no, no, I don't want to. And then we were like, okay, that's fine. I never want to force someone or trick them into like trying to like accept Jesus. Then it's not, it's not a real thing. Like they have to want it and want Jesus. So I just said, hey, your brother just did it. He felt it. He felt what you felt. Talk to him. Talk to him. And I, I gave my number to the brother. And I said, whenever you're in town, because he just happened to be here. I said, when you're in town, call me. We'll totally meet up and we'll talk and everything. And so I said, talk to your brother. If you have any questions, just text me, call me. But just know that God loves you. He's with you. He cares for you. So this is one of those moments where that seed can touch his heart. Where next time he hears about Christianity, he can say, that was that thing that touched my heart and really changed me. And it told me he loved me, you know. And we're hoping that he can talk to his brother about it. So it was awesome. Yeah, way to go, guys. It was awesome seeing these guys in action. So, all right, guys, stand up with me. We're at any, only an hour, uh, hour behind. <laughs> way to go. Um, we need to, yeah. So, basically, um, this, I want to encourage you guys, we were out there for 40 minutes. So, look what happened in 40 minutes. It took us longer to talk about what happened than it did to go out there and actually do it, right? How many people got touched? How many Christians got encouraged? How many lost people got encouraged? Someone got saved. Other people got healed. All happened because like not even 30 people said we believe in the gospel and we're going to do this. This is how 12 people did this and they changed the world, right? And so why not us? Why not here? Why not now? Why not our city, right? What if, and so this is why I want to encourage you that evangelism, it's not a chore. It's not like a guilt thing. It's not a gift that someone else can do. It's something that all of us are called to do. And you can see now when you overcame your fear and you did it, 
it changed people in 40 minutes. Imagine if we did this for two hours. Imagine if we did this all the time, you know? And so, so let's just close our eyes and thank God real quick. And Father, we thank you that you showed up. Like you back up your children. You back up your gospel. Wherever the gospel is preached, you back us up, God. And I thank you. We didn't come to them with lofty words or, or anything like that or wisdom of man. But we came in with a demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit. And you showed up. You came. You came, Holy Spirit. You came to your children. You don't just come here in church. You come out there. You come out there mightily, God. And we're so thankful. Thank you for using us tonight to be evangelists. Thank you, God, for giving us the honor on this side of eternity to do something and, and, and tell people about your love. Father, we pray for every heart, every soul that was touched tonight. God, we ask for every seed that was thrown, God. God, we ask that, that, that you would water it, God, that you would pour into it, and that even all the ones who, who rejected, that they would get saved, Father. God, we ask that everyone who got healed, that they would get closer to you and they'd get saved. And we ask, God, for Junior, the guy who got saved, we ask that his salvation will be protected, that back in Japan he'd get plugged into a local church, that he would reach out to us, Lord, with the information we gave him, and that we'd be able to connect him, Father. God, we thank you for what you're doing, that you really did shift eternity tonight. With a couple just college students and young adults, you changed eternity tonight, God. We're so honored that you would do something like this. And we're so, so thankful. We love you, Lord. And God, I ask that this would become a piece of our lifestyle, not just one night, not just one cool story we have, but that this would change our hearts. It would change us. Yeah. And if that's you guys, and you just say, yeah, God, this is me. Mark me with this. I want this to be like my life. Just put your hand up and surrender. And eyes are closed in the room. Uh, just put your hand up, surrender to God of saying, here I am. And Isaiah says, God's looking around. He's saying, who will go? Who will go? And as I, Isaiah just said, here I am, God, send me. So Father, with raised hands and surrendered hearts, we say, here we are. Send us to the lost nations of the world and to the back alleys of San Marcos. Send us, God, wherever it may be. Use us. Send us. Here we are. Choose us, God. We love you. It's all for you. It's all for your glory. And all God's people said, amen. Love you guys. Tonight was awesome. Crux went a whole extra hour tonight. It was so good. I'll encourage you. Hey, if it's still going, feel free to go out there and keep going for it. Um, but otherwise, we will see you guys next week for finals relief night, okay? I am so, I feel like such a proud father right now. They're like, my kids did it. They did awesome. So proud of you guys. We'll see you later, okay?